Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Matraction show today. And it's, uh, well, it's finished right in full Manchester United. And utterly embarrassing performance, I think, from United, but, uh, you know, kind of getting used to it this season. It's been, uh, it's, it's, it was really bad. It was really bad to watch. It was painful to watch, actually. Um, and I think for the first time in a long, long time that I can't even remember, I had a little bit of optimism coming to this game because they played well against Brentford. You thought, okay, maybe they've got some momentum. Maybe they found a system that might work for them for the next two games. But you know what? Uh, that's the way, that's the United way, isn't it? Uh, just uh, bring you up to get you down. I thought today was really, really bad. It was a bad performance. Um, and I will blame Ranik uh, for it as well. I, I thought he got his tactics wrong in the second half. I don't think you could blame him for starting the way that the team that started against Benford because that was the team that we wanted to pick. So that was not a problem. But then second half, he had to make changes. I don't think bringing on, uh, trying to move to a 4-4-2 essentially with Cavani and Fred, that doesn't work. You can't do that in a game where you're trying to um, get back. I think it's almost a 4-2-2-2 that he was trying to play. Um, that was was never going to work. So, um Again, the other part, the mitigating part, though, is that what were the other options? I mean, what were the options that United had? Because aside from Fred Cavani, the only other players you could bring on were Rashford. Uh, maybe you could have, I mean, yeah, someone would say, well, you could have bring on Garnacho, but you can't really, you know, it's, it's not really much of an option. But yeah, I would have probably brought Garnacho instead of Maguire. Towards the end, the fact that he brought on Maguire, when you're 4-0 down and you bring on Maguire... Um, it shows like the, just the lack of options that United that he had. So mitigating circumstances, but I still blame him for the for, for how the team fell apart in the second half. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna excuse that or whatever. I thought it was pretty, pretty it was it was naive the way he handled that second half. But you know, um, in a way, uh, if there's two positives uh, to take, and not from the game, but uh, there's two positives to take. Uh, one is the fact that you don't have to watch United again for two weeks. If you're United fan, you don't have to watch this for two weeks. Totally out of it. This is it. You know, you get a two-week break from watching United, which is absolutely welcome. And the second positive, I think, is if they had got a couple of good results against, you know, Brighton and Palace, it might, it might just have been, you know, putting something in, in you know, Ten Hag's mind of people's mind. Oh, you know what, this team is not so bad. You know, just had, you know, they're finding their feet and then you kind of, you know, get carried away a little bit. The bad results are good because it, it shows that United need, because United, whether they got good results against Brighton and Palace or not, they do need surgery. They need a major surgery on this team. They need a major overhaul. And, but what happens is when you get a couple of good results, sometimes you know it kind of puts doubts in your mind. So bad results are good because it just confirms to the manager, you know what, this team, this team is in overall. So, so the only two positives are that if, if you want to take anything away from, from the result, uh, that those are two. But I thought United were abysmal. I mean, I, um, you know, time after time, Brighton just kept cutting through. Brighton played very well, actually. They played a high press. They realized what Brentford did wrong, which was Brentford kind of um sat way deep and so oftentimes you know united had space on the ball and time uh, space and time on the ball brighton didn't do that it's added added so Mata couldn't play those you know little passes matichin couldn't play those low practice passes mctominay was really bad throughout the whole game I, I probably probably the worst player on the pitch i thought um i mean you know, there's quite a few of those but probably the worst player on the pitch it just looked hopeless um throughout and again same with fred as well it, you know had looked looked not necessarily as bad as McDonald, but didn't look too good either. So there was a lot of issues there with that with that control thing. And that's where I think the, the game was lost when they lost that midfield battle. Bisuma was, was fantastic. Kukurea wasn't was playing a midfield, but Kukurea, I thought, was, was one of the better players, one, one of the best players on the pitch. Uh, he looked pretty, he looked very good. And um, the defense was just symbolic. I mean, like Dalo, Teles, you know, you, they're, not, they're not the standard that is needed. The Dalo's crossing is anyway hopeless. And I thought he was at fault for at least one. If not, well, two goals. Actually, you scored two goals because he let Welbeck be onside. And I thought for the second goal that Kukurea scored, he just, I don't know what he was trying to do. There was complete indecision on his part. Um, but Brighton picked their battles well. I think they, they knew who to target and, and they did that well. 
Um, and of course, one other point to note as well is, is I thought this game showed David De Gea. I don't think he was at fault for any of the goals. Maybe the first goal you could say maybe he was at fault because maybe he should have saved it. Uh, you know, it goes to two legs, maybe. But, you know, I would say that's probably borderline. But more than that, I think it showed his limitations. Um, it showed him up as, you know, someone who cannot really distribute the ball properly. Uh, because Carlos Sanchez did that. He was, I think, he was, I think, instrumental for two goals. Definitely one, maybe even two goals. I think his distribution, you know, was really, really key to that. David De Gea will never offer that. And I think, um, so that is that is something, again, you know, if, if the new manager decides that that's not the way to go, that's something. I don't know if United can get a new goalkeeper if they decide to part ways with David De Gea because he's such, such big wages, you just can't get rid of him. Um, so maybe I, if I was running, I'd probably want to give Henderson a go in the last game. Just give him a shot, you know, like whatever happens, just give him a try. See if the manager sees something in him. That, that would be my suggestion, but we'll see what Ranik decides to do. That will become a must-win game now, I think. Um, so maybe he won't take that risk, but yeah, that's probably what I would do if I, if I could. But um, that's one thing as well that I noted. Um, the only thing on Brighton, I'll say they played really well. And I, I don't, you know, they, everybody, it was a team, they really played well. Uh, Grant Potter is a great man. Is a, is a good manager. I think he's a good manager, but he needs to test himself at a higher level. There might be a vacancy at Spurs if Conte decides he wants to go to PSG. There might be a vacancy, but otherwise, I don't see where he's going to fit. I don't think going to a mid-table club, you know, Vizarra is a villa, and I don't think he's doing his career any favors. So I would rather see Potter go somewhere abroad. Maybe go to Scotland. Maybe um, you know, go to you know. I don't think I don't think La Liga. Uh, yeah, I don't see him there, but probably maybe Bundesliga again. You know, maybe Serie A might be an option. So just going abroad, you know, to be in part of you know a, a higher level, play you know play for a team that you know maybe could qualify for the Champions League, maybe could post post a, a post a title challenge. It will help him. I mean, he has that foreign experience anyway. But I think it just would help him to play to to manage at a higher level to see whether he can get there. Because at the moment, um, you know, Brighton are never going to get in the Champions League. Uh, so he's never going to get to test himself at that level where he needs to be. I think being a mid-table manager at, at Premier League level doesn't it just stagnate your career, doesn't it? Um, but anyway, that's something, of course, for a debate for him to consider. But that that would be something as well. But anyway, congratulations to Brighton. 4-0, fantastic win. Uh, deserve, well deserved. Uh, definitely played very, very well. United, uh, you know, I think it's just it's just to try to end the season now and, and, and then see what happens. One more game to go. That's, we've got one more game to endure. That's the, best, that's the only thing I can say. Just one more game to endure. So that, that's that's one thing to take away from that. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this video. Do remember to like it and share it if you uh, if you did. Please also uh, subscribe to our channel on YouTube, follow us on Facebook. Uh, if we've got one more game coming, but I'm not sure if, I believe, if I'll be able to do the reaction for that. We'll stay tuned. But if you do subscribe, you get notifications as we do videos. Um, we appreciate your support. And of course, uh, well, you know, all the best to Liverpool and Spurs fans for that one. But uh, yeah, we'll see you again very soon. Take care. Bye-bye.